When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts on SENZ. And a very good afternoon to you. Welcome along to Dog Speed. It's Mark Rosanowski in his usual kennel here in Petoni. But young Daniel Roberts is out on the road. And it's a long, long road too, all the way down to Invercargill for the meeting at Southland tomorrow. Uh, Dan, uh, good afternoon. How far have you got? G'day, Rosso. Yeah, not far enough to be happy just yet. I'm only in Ashburton, so I'm only about half an hour down the track, but uh, still a long way to go. Disappointing, Daniel. We set you a target of Tamuka for before the first cross. Uh, what's happened there? <laughs> yeah. No, no, just a wee bit uh, wee bit under the weather this morning. A bit of a big night last night, but um, so we're a wee bit behind schedule, but that's all right. Not to worry. We'll get there eventually. Dan, um, every time I think it's kind of been a quiet week in greyhound racing, then I go back and I look at the results, and then I've written, written down like half a page of notes. In fact, I've written so many notes I can scarcely read them. But in actual fact, quite a few things happened during the week, and so I thought we'd have a, a quick flick back. Of course, back last Sunday, we had the Cole team off to Monaco, and they picked up six winners there, including Federal Infrared and Typhoon Tim. Tim's back there today uh, amongst 10 runners for the Cole, so um, they have got uh, another big day in store for them too you would think but on Monday we talked last week about the features that have been put on to um, coincide with the uh, statutory holiday that we had to uh, commemorate the life of the Queen and no keeper Julia obliged to winning very comfortably again over the 732 metres. Yeah he was unreal wasn't he I'm, I'm, I said to Gary you should have left him in Aussie because I just don't want to have to race him uh, in those 700 metre races he's just he's Becoming near on unbeatable, he was just super impressive in that 700 on Monday. Well, this is the thing. We don't want him to scare off the opposition because we need competition. We need those races, Dan. Um, look, he's had $270,000 in stakes now. Now, I know he's over 100000 behind Little Mother, but if he was to, to continue to race over the next 12 months the way he has been, then hundred k is within his grasp. I know he's getting older like the rest of us, but um, he still looks like he's in his prime. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a wee way away, but it's it's hard to see sort of anything uh, c- c- coming through the ranks that can sort of beat him at the moment. So, I mean, he's still got, he's still got he's still got plenty of time in his career, uh, plenty of racing left, and uh, he's still the top dog. So, I mean, it's it's pretty easy and imaginable to see him getting there. And Dan, we had uh, features taken out on the day by a Fahey pair of Opawa Dragon, Opawa Warrior. They were short price favourites, but they're, they're two greyhounds that um, we can really look forward to doing some pretty good things over the next 12 months. 
Yeah, definitely that Opawa Dragon. She's been uh, super so far. And we talked to Robin uh, a couple of months ago about her, and she's got a big season ahead of her. And uh, obviously, Opawa Warrior was super as well. Yeah, and just terrific to see Warrior doing those things for uh, American Warrior as a sire. I'm going to be talking to the Studmaster very shortly on the show. Uh, Katie Wiley is going to join us. Got a whole lot of things to talk to, to Katie about. And uh, the 645-metre feature was taken out by uh, one from your team, well, Craig Roberts' team, uh, Naya Bale. Yeah, we're really happy with him. Um, I think he's got quite a bright future uh, over ground. He's, uh, he's uh, in again on... Tuesday, I believe, over six four five again, but he's, he's certainly up against it in that field. He's got to take on the likes of uh, Claus and Leo and Roger Bale, so we'll get a good line on, on, him, on him anyway. Yeah, we will. That'll be uh, a good race. Look out for that on Tuesday afternoon at uh, Eddington. Um, on Tuesday, Dan, hey, got to write you up. Dispute or not, got the first of two maiden wins for the week. Uh, picked up another one on Friday, and I know that made you very, very happy. Yeah, I don't ask for too much, Rosso, but if there's one thing my dogs can do for me, it's uh, win two maidens. It's, it's all I ask for, and uh, yeah, he managed to do that, and quite impressive. He's, he's quite brave, so uh, he, he managed to, just to knuckle down and knock a few out of the way to get to the front, um, which was good. So he's got a bit of a future ahead of him as well. And he's in on uh, sorry on Monday, tomorrow. He's down with you uh, on the way to uh, Escort Park in Vicargo, but we'll, we'll get to that team very shortly. Tuesday afternoon also saw another heart attack at uh, Addington with the Jack Hart team picking up four late in the day. Now, at the end of today's show, we're going to check in with Dylan Voice because he's heading to Invercargo too with a swag of heart dogs, including a couple of dogs that have just been absolutely breathtaking. Uh, Big Daddy and Postman Pat. Well, we've only seen Postman Pat once uh, Dan, we got to see Big Daddy again the other day. So far, two wins, 17-15 and 17-09. It's a bit frightening. Yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal for me having to drive all the way to Invercargill to take on dogs of that calibre, is it? But uh, they are very impressive. Their hearts have certainly got a good team of uh, young dogs coming up. Yeah, look, it is greyhound racing, though, Dan, so you're always a chance. You've got to be in. Uh, things can happen. And we have had some short price favourites beaten during the week. Uh, Wednesday, uh, you might recall last week, of course, we, we chatted to uh, to Jamie Pruden, and uh, Jamie had got his first winner with uh, Sophie Whitaker in partnership at the Friday meeting at Palmerston North. Well, they lined up two on Wednesday, Dan. Thrilling Halley again, one. Thrilling Rush first up, one. They're now three from three, and they've got Thrilling Halley in again today at Monaco as a short price favourite. Yeah, they're so, certainly uh, following in their mentor's footsteps and, and, and the great Karen Walsh in terms of strike rate. So three from three, they might be vying for the for the strike rate uh, at the end of the year at the awards if they keep this, this roll up. Well, exactly right. Uh, they've got four dogs at the moment, and of course you need to have uh, 50 starters in total to qualify for that uh, UDR, and that's exactly what Sammy Phillips did last year, exactly 50 starters, and she narrowly took it over uh, Karen Walsh. We'll talk strike rates again in a moment or two as well, but uh, AJ Christensen got a couple there on Wednesday as well at the Manawatu, and we're going to have AJ on the show at about half past the hour. He's got three runners in at uh, Monaco today. On Thursday, uh, Riley Evans, well, his run just continues. Uh, he's sitting third on the Premiership, young Riley Dan, and he picked up four winners on Thursday, and if you're going to win four races during the week, Mars will be Thursday when you got the top end stakes. Yeah, certainly. To be fair, we could have had him on over the last three or four weeks in a row. The team's done that good. Um, they're certainly riding a wave at the moment, and hopefully it continues for them. And year four on a Thursday night, no mean feat.
Mm. A couple there for, in fact, three uh, for Craig Roberts' team. And, and I want to talk about a couple, uh, Dan, because they ran time. Carlos Jewell showed us what he can do. Man, he's amazing when he gets it right. 29 and 94, he jumped, for goodness sake. Yeah, I, I still don't know if I've woken up from that dream. Uh, surely he couldn't have <laughs> beat, a, especially a C5 race. Uh, but, yeah, well, I knew that race was over as soon as he uh, got to the front. And he, I mean, he's gone sub-30 before, so... It wasn't uh, it wasn't too surprising that he, he ran such a good time, but uh, yeah, I, was, I just about fell over when I seen him leading. Well, I know Andy McCook did. I think you could hear his forehead hitting the glass window there in the commentary box when uh, Carlos took over there with a lap to run. Um, and um, and Lee, of course, Carlos is in on uh, tomorrow as well at Ascot. He doesn't have a great record down there. Um, and uh, Levi, Levi Bale, seventeen flat. Yeah, uh, he made amends for the week before. He sort of just muffed the start a wee bit. But he's a, he's a serious dog, and uh, he's got some he's got some, some real absolute pace on him. And the, the two nine five suits him well. He, he is a pretty reliable, but I mean, he got things wrong last week, but he certainly made amends this week. And I think he's a, I think he could be a real galaxy contender this year. Mm, no, indeed, galaxy just around the corner. Yes, we're in October. We're uh, not too far away from heats. Of the Galaxy and New Zealand Cup, uh, Cambridge Thursday, AJ Christensen picked up a win there with You Know Me Now, got balloted out today. I tell you what, with the lack of dogs around at the moment due to Kennelkoff and a few other things, um, yeah, you're a bit unlucky if you get balloted out, especially with a dog that won on Thursday, but that's happened with You Know Me Now today. Uh, Friday, of course, we're back at Addington, and uh, we've talked about Crafty Cleave and his young guns coming through. They're starting to come out in force now, Dan. And uh, a 30-22 maiden winner, no poise. Uh, and Gary bagging the Quinella with no expense, which was the dog that he threw out for us to follow a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we've been talking about the crafty Cleve domination starting, and, and I think we might just be stepping into that ground now. She's very impressive winning that maiden. She, she got things wrong the week before, I think, but, you know, it's, they're just learning these young dogs, and uh, they've certainly got a bright future, and he's got a few more to, to let loose yet, I think, as well. Mm. Uh, Rod Evans got another three there on the card. Uh, one of the funniest things I saw during the week, I think, um, Dan, and look, I know exactly why this happened, but uh, Kildy's Whiskey of, of John McInerney's won as a $2.40 favourite uh, on, it was Monday or Tuesday, and then on Friday won again and paid $35 from Box 7. <laughs> oh, sometimes you just scratch your head at these bookmakers, don't you? Maybe, maybe we should get a job there, Robbo. <laughs> no, well, that was the tote. So uh, I'll tell you what. No, it was a funny thing with Kildy's Whiskey just going from box one and out to box number seven, and, and the field just looked a whole lot harder. But very rare uh, in racing that you'll see that occur with dog winning back-to-back races in a week. One is $2.40 and one at $35. Also, uh, Friday, Palmerston North. Big time stunner beat Allegro Mars, and would you believe it, Dan Roberts? Federal Infrared ran third. That's her worst result in 17 New Zealand starts. Oh, gee, that's, that's poor, isn't it? No, that's, she's, she's been super since she's come over here, and uh, 17 starts, it's, it's not, that's not bad going for, for her worst result to be a third. But uh, no, yeah, big time stunner was pretty impressive. Um, can't knock Federal Infrared, though. I'm sure she'll bounce, bounce back in weeks to come. Yeah, she's been a bit slow out in a couple of her races recently at Cambridge. She had to sort of weave her way through. Um, Stunner's a heck of a dog, you know. Um, he's come back from a, uh, a wrist fracture. and I, I didn't think he was great the week before. I thought he was really good two weeks prior. 
Um, he did get a bit of jostling, uh, to be fair, second to last start, but uh, he didn't seem to be going anywhere at the time. But he, he's just got such a good finish. He powered away. And uh, when he's 100%, he's, um, he's very, very good. And, of course, we're building up to a premier meeting at Palmerston North on Friday. We're lacking in numbers. We had seven races Friday. We've got eight coming up on Wednesday. We will have a few visitors in town, but not as many uh, as we hoped, I would think, because um, a power superstar who the Fahis were hoping to have ready for the heats of the 30K race this week, well, unfortunately, he's not going to quite make it. Just looking at the uh, trainers' premiership, uh, Cole 148, uh, John McInerney tipped over the 100 during the week, 101, Riley Evans 61, Fahey 52, and I mention them because their strike rate's an unbelievable, 0.4953, and Jack Hart's strike rate not bad either, 0.4274 with 43 wins, and incidentally Jason Dunn sitting second in the strike rate table between Fahey and Hart. So before we let you go, Dan, uh, race five, number two tomorrow, Verdon Bale. You're up against the good dog of your father's, though, Siddiqui Bale, who's also in your car there. Yeah, Verdon, he, he hit box one on Thursday, and I was seriously disappointed with the run, but um, I've sort of changed, changed a few things for tomorrow, so we'll see how he goes. But Siddiqui Bale, she was she was super impressive, and uh, she'll, she'll thrive on the 390, and she's gone some real good races down in Cargill, so I think she'll be hard to beat. Indeed. right. I want to talk to you about race six, number two, Tickalong Panda. First up for you in New Zealand. has been racing at Wagga. Uh, how long have you had him? Uh, it's appropriate that he draws the black and white because he's black and white, given his name is Tickalong Panda. What can we expect? He is up against Big Daddy, of course. Yeah, so I've had him about six or seven weeks now. Um, he hasn't really shown too much in his trials, but I gave him a trial on Friday, and he, and he really sort of... Um, jumped out of the ground, so to speak. He obviously against Big Daddy, so he's up against it, but he might give him something to think about early on. Uh, I think he'll see out the 457 rough enough. Obviously, it's in a Ariti, so it's for the dogs that haven't won a middle distance race, but um, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say he's just going to go out there and win, but he, I'd say he's a good place chance. Very good. We'll be taking notes there. And uh, race 10, of course, uh, Dispute or Not, number four. Well, you're up against Postman Pat uh, there, but Dispute or Not comes off the back of, of two maiden wins. And uh, he's been down to Ascot Park uh, before as well. He chased home Donald's Choice, who's a pretty fair animal. Yeah, I was really happy with his debut run down there. Uh, a nice, nice, tidy second. So he's seen the track now, so you'd imagine he can only improve off his, off his last run down there. Um, I don't think he's... I don't think he's quite up to Postman Pat's level, and uh, I know that that dog did trial very good during the week. Um, so I think he's probably running for second. Uh, well, uh, look, um, yeah, it looks like <laughs> you, might, you might be up for three seconds. Uh, perhaps you can bring some winners back for your, from your dad's team. Quintessa Bale looks a pretty good chance. Uh, amongst others down there, he's got a couple of zippings in that'll be worth following too. And of course, Siddiqui Bale as well. Hey, Dan, thanks for your time. We've got to move on. You've got to move on too, mate. All the best. Yeah, thanks, Rosso. Cheers. Enjoy the show, mate. <laughs> Excellent. Cheers, Dan. That's uh, Daniel Roberts, my co-host. He is at Ashburton at the moment. He is on his way down to Invercargill. It's a really good meeting. Some exciting dogs right across the grades. Uh, there tomorrow, 11 race card from 12.02. Got a race meeting today, of course, at Monaco. We're going to be talking to AJ Christensen just after the half hour about his chances there today. That meeting starts at 1.14. Very shortly, we're going to check in with Katie Wiley. Got a lot of things to talk to Katie about, actually, but she was the uh, August winner 
of the Greyhound Racing New Zealand Board Award. We'll hear more from Katie right after this on Dog Speed with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. And it is uh, 20 minutes after 12 here on Dog Speed. Uh, Mark Rosanowski about to uh, bring in uh, Katie Wiley. We welcome to the program. And uh, Katie was actually on with uh, Mark Stafford going back uh, a week and a half or so ago to talk about a few things. But Katie, I was really keen to get you on Dog Speed here on uh, Sunday afternoon. So uh, welcome along. Good afternoon, Rosa. Listen, uh, there's a few things to talk to you about, but um, you'd make headlines, of course, winning that uh, August edition of the Greyhound Racing New Zealand Board Award. Um, look, it's been an award that's been introduced over the past sort of eight months or so, and it really has been a reminder of how many good young people we've got uh, in this um, particular industry uh, coming up, and, and you are one of those, and I understand there was a number of nominations for you. So congratulations, first and foremost. What did it mean to you to be uh, named the August board winner? Uh, thank you. Uh, it meant a lot, to be honest. It, it did come as quite a surprise because, you know, I'm I'm not really a trainer or anything. I'm just more of a behind-the-scenes sort of get-it-done type of person. Well, you certainly are getting it done, and I read the uh, article on the GRNZ website, and I'd encourage, encourage people to do so if they haven't, written by uh, Liz Whelan, uh, and it did talk about the fact that you um, you have uh, trained to, to, to be a teacher, but the greyhound bug has got you. It definitely has, and um, yeah, once I sort of got that bug, there was no stopping it. I tried to be a teacher for a year, but it just wasn't really a passion of mine, you know. I was sort of waking up in the morning you know, not looking forward to going to work. But now, I, you know, it's easier to spring out of bed in the morning to come do what I love. And so that is with uh, Jean and Dave Fahey. And I understand your contact with Greyhound Racing came as being a, a friend of the family. Is that right? Yes. So I've known um, Jean and Dave since I was young. Um, my mum's best friends with Dave's sister Leanne. So, yeah, that's how I sort of got involved. And, yeah, I haven't looked back since. No, well, obviously tremendous people to be involved with, and it does mean that you are, um, you know, constantly around and no doubt sometimes handling some of the best greyhounds in the country. What has that been like for you? Uh, it's been super, to be honest. It's um, you know, not not very often. I think the first time I ever handled dogs was um on New Zealand Cup night when American Warrior won the cup, and that was my first ever catch. I think as well, and I, I was lucky enough to catch American Warrior. Well, that is quite a high bar to set, and now you're the stud master of American Warrior, and I'm kind of wondering, you know, what that's like, and I know that it's difficult for greyhounds that stand here in New Zealand to attract much attention. He's got three litters on the track at the moment, and they're doing some really nice things, some very good dogs by him, but... What is it like being a studmaster first and foremost? And secondly, are there some more American Warriors to come? Is he getting much support? Uh, yeah, being a studmaster in New Zealand is not really that easy. But hey, look, he was always going to be living on my couch. So um, to be a, to stand him at stud was just a bonus. And I'm very thankful to his owners, uh, Whittington Spod, who allowed me to do so. Um, so I, yeah, he's got, what has he got? Uh, Homebush Feud just um, whelped two boys last week. So she's got um, some nice pups on the ground. And then um, I do know that Opawa Dawn also just got served, who was up with um, Marcy Flip to Warrior. So that's um, pretty exciting, which because obviously Opawa Dawn is um, out of that nice Opawa line. So um, And some of those Opawa 
dogs that are by American Warrior are going really, really well. Yeah, they certainly are, and um, Opawa Warrior winning one of the features at uh, Eddington last week is going to fly the flag, certainly, uh, for the sire, and we hope that he attracts uh, more attention. Now, Katie, um, I see there your uh, name amongst the nominations, and you're going to be on the board of the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club, so you're stepping into administration. What's brought that on? I'm just it's something I've always been keen to do. I'm on the um, Owners, Trainers and Breeders Association in Canterbury and I just want to get involved like as much as I can and whatever I can. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I think the answers to this question might be obvious, but I'm going to ask you, so what can you bring uh, to the boards of, of the OTB and the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club, which is a club that races you know, four times a week? It's, it's hugely significant. Hopefully I can bring, you know, a different perspective to some things. I'll be, um, you know, I've got a lot to learn first, but um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I also applied for the um, emerging director role as well on the um, New Zealand board, so hopefully that goes well as well. Certainly hope so. Uh, Sarah Clawson came through there, of course, and now she is the CEO of the uh, the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club, so again, that would be some fantastic uh, grounding as well. Um, look, uh, Katie, I wasn't going to put you on the spot this morning, and I won't, but um, I did text uh, Dave this morning because I, I was rather hoping that I'd be um, calling a power superstar uh, this week in the in the heats of the 30k feature up here. He said he's just, just not quite ready. But how is the superstar? Do you see a bit of him? Oh, um, he is. He's super. He's had a few trials back. Um, he's, yeah, we're just, he's just not quite ready, unfortunately, to be heading to the Manawatu with obviously... Our main, our main um, thing for Superstar is the cup, so that's our focus. So, if if we could have had him ready, we would have, and he would have been there. But we're just not, yeah, he's just not quite ready for that. Um, yeah, no, I do see a bit of our Superstar. I, I have a really good relationship with him, but I, it's one that I choose to. I like to keep that relationship at home. I like to let Mark or Dave handle him at the races because he get, just goes really well for them. Mhm. It's really interesting that, and I, I kind of wondered too, uh, are, are there specific dogs that you develop a, a, a bond with, or I, I, I was reading in that article how you, how you love bathing the dogs. Yeah, there are like, I don't, you know, some dogs like you, some dogs don't, and um, well, you know, they like other people more than they do, and it's funny, the ones that um, sometimes you thought, oh, well, not really sure about that one, they always end up being your favourites. I know, um, I'm not <laughs> sure... Have you ever seen um, Centurion? But he's just oh, yeah. like go, go, go all the time. And I think on in his um before his race on Friday, he actually ended up in the um, flowers by the winning post, just doing what he does, being crazy. So that's yeah, <laughs> I wasn't hundred percent sure on him at the start, but he's just one of my boys now. Wouldn't be without him. Excellent. No, no, good. And and of course he went on and won that race too. So you'd be delighted with that. Yeah, no, he's going super. We're very happy with him. We, um, the owners decided to give him a break to get him ready for the Stayers Cup, so that's exciting. It is indeed. That's the uh, the race, obviously, over the seven thirty-two for the uh, the Elite Stayers on uh, New Zealand Cup night, which is coming up second Thursday of November. Katie, uh, real pleasure to have you on this morning. Um, thanks for your time. All the best with your endeavours going forward, particularly there with the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club. Good luck too with your nomination for that emerging. Uh, director role and also of course with uh, ongoing success for 
Gene and Dave Fahey just looking at their strike rate at the moment, 0.4953. That is just truly remarkable. So things are going very well out there. Yeah, it, it um, doesn't really feel like that. We haven't had a lot of luck this year with our injuries. But, you know, the, the dogs that we, we have are firing, so we're very lucky. Terrific. Hey, thanks for your time again, uh, Katie. We'll catch up with you a couple week all going well. Awesome. Thank you. It's uh, Katie Wiley, winner of the August Greyhound Racing New Zealand Board Award. Um, she's the stud master of American Warrior. Uh, she's about to uh, get a seat on the board at the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club. And, of course, she works for Jean and Dave Fahey on a daily basis as well. You're with Dog Speed on SENZ, 28 after 12. Very shortly, we might try and find a winner for Monaco today with AJ Christensen. AJ's had a good week. He got a couple of wins, winners at Manawa 2. He got another one at Cambridge. Only got the three in today, including a first starter. I'm quite keen to find out what he's going to be doing with Hillbilly Heist too. I'm hoping he's going to be running for some premier stakes at the Manawa 2. Uh, over the next couple of Fridays, we'll find out soon here on Dogspeed. And if you go to GRNZ, you can check out the fields for today's meeting at Monaco, Auckland Greyhound Racing Club. Full complement of 12. First goes at one 14 this afternoon and you can uh, have a look through the form you can check out uh, all of the recent videos of uh, the greyhounds and uh, past stewards reports etc now race one number one is a dog called rowdy riot that's trained by aj christensen now so far i've talked to a 24 year old on the program a 26 year old i've got another young fella dylan voice coming up at the end of the program so it's time for the maturity of aj christensen aj good afternoon Hey, brother, I wouldn't say I'm mature, though. That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> but you've got a sense of humour. Oh, I love a chuckle, mate, I tell you. If you can't laugh at yourself, there's no point laughing at anyone else. Indeed. Hey, AJ, you had a good week. Um, you got a double uh, down my way. Uh, Palmerston North midweek with uh, Megs Munch, who goes again today in Hillbilly Heist. Might talk more about them shortly. Race one, number one today, Rowdy Riot. He's on debut. He's a brother to Hillbilly Heist. Now, he's, he's had two trials, one down at Addington. I think this uh, litter were broken in down there by uh, the McCook team, who still race a few out of this litter that have been picking up a win or two here and there too. Uh, and then another uh, trial at Cambridge, 28th of July. So we've had to wait for him a bit. What can you tell us? Uh, he's been a bit of a head case, to be fair, mate. He uh, winds himself off the clock. Eh? Um, you even think about getting him out of the kennel, and he's, you know, zero to a thousand and a heartbeat. So... Um, just a bit of maturity. He, he's got a torrent of early speed when he uses it. Um, but yeah, he, he, mainly mental with him. He's uh, had a couple of niggles, you know, growth spurt um, coming through, but nothing serious. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm happy with him. He's a lovely little dog. He'll take a huge amount of improvement out of today, though. Um, but very happy to draw the rail. Okay, well, I was going to ask you that because obviously um, can suit some and, and not others. But if it's if it's good for him, then it's obviously a, a good step in the the right direction. Has he seen much of of Monaco? Because you, you've been elsewhere, not at Monaco that much lately. I don't think. Uh, no, to be fair, mate, like he's had a couple of nice little trials around here. He uh, trialed nicely with one of uh, Rob Roper's last week, and uh, just as a nice top off um, in competition, and they sort of went toe to toe and. Um, he come out of it nicely. He's still at the improving stage, but he, he's seen enough of the track, mate, to um, should get round here, hopefully, and just hold his line and um, be right there in the finish. Yeah, good. Um, there's a couple of dogs that won during the week there, running out nominations, not sure in big time heaven, but nonetheless, it does look a, a winnable sort of a maiden. 
Oh, 100%, mate. Like I say, if he come out like he trolled the other day, you know, he'll, he'll put himself in the race. And, um, you know, he's, he's a lovely little chaser. He's got, you know, the family, a lovely, lovely dogs. Um, and uh, he's one that I definitely think will improve with the run. But if he puts himself right on the button, mate, he, uh, it could be quite difficult to get past. AJ, what's this rowdy business? Is that your nickname? <laughs> There's a bit of a story behind that, mate. You wouldn't believe it, eh? Me being so innocent in that, you know? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't believe it. Um, uh, I started one day, mate, we were uh, you know, having a few beverages, as you do, and um, we got noisy when one of my dogs won down the line, and uh, this guy sort of had a bit of a crack at me and said, you know, geez, you're rowdy, and away he sort of went, and um, it sort of carried on, copped a bit of abuse for it, and my uncle turned around one day and said, you either turn it into something positive or you let it be negative. So uh, the rowdy one was born, mate, and, yeah, that's why we call ourselves rowdy racing. Uh, we love a drink, we love a party, and uh, we love a win. Excellent. Well, he's hoping you get one race one, number one. Uh, in race three, Meg's Munch, she won at Palmas North Wednesday, paid $11. Um, I think that's going to be uh, good for you because I think you quite liked it just quietly. Yeah, we were very, very, very keen on her, mate. Um, really, you know, with the um, preferential draws, has has really helped us bitch along. Um, she's definitely a mid-track runner. She likes to just do her own thing. She's got a lovely, lovely box speed when she uses it. Um, she's been very, very weak, but um, the last sort of three months, she's really started to strengthen and um, do everything right. Um to be honest, I actually think she's probably pulled up better than when we went to Palmy. She was full of, full of it herself today and um, expecting again um, as long as she shows her early pace to be right there, mate. Okay, well, she's priced up as favourite today, but she's still 3.8, so we, we can follow, follow you in again? Well, to be fair, mate, I'll put a bit of pocket change on, you know, from the other day. It'd be rude not to. Um, again, I, you know, there's some nice form in the race and there's some nice dogs coming through, but... She's definitely one that can put herself right on the button and the draw will 100% suit her. So, um, yeah, she, she's, you know, definitely a little bit of, you know, not huge each way, but um, she's definitely worth a couple of dollars. Mm. Okay, we go to race 11 and your third runner in today's uh, thrilling sniper. Now, uh, you brought him down midweek two at the Manawatu. He ran fifth of five behind your uh, your good dog, Hillbilly Heist. He didn't get the kindest of runs, though, thrilling sniper. How has he come through that? Oh, yeah, no, matey. He's uh, he's just um, since he's come to me, he he's become a bit more of a, a dower dog. Like he um, he needs to just basically get rolling and do his own thing, and um, he can really zoom a sectional. Like he's um, a very nice nice dog. Um, I was a little disappointed on face value the other day, to be honest, mate. Um, I went over and found no issues, but I did see he got checked a couple of times, and he did balance up very late. Uh, the five two seven will suit him down to the ground. Jared Udy's got a lovely little girl coming through. Um, I think it's Lethal Angel, and I'm expecting her to lead. My boy, I'm hoping, will tag on her, and just he should be very, very strong late. Um, again, another bit of value, um, if you ask me. Yeah, okay, no, like that. Um, looking forward to seeing Lethal Angel go back over the 527 metres. She's six from eight so far. She's been sharp over the sprints. She's had one go over the 527. She was there for a long way, and then ultimately got swamped and finished fifth. But uh, Thrilling Sniper, he hasn't won on the track yet, I see there, AJ, but uh, but he places plenty. Yeah, to be fair, mate, like he's um, he sits on the pace and he seems to find one better. He, he comes from last and he finds one better. So he's, um, 
consistent, mate. You know, with every trainer loves a dog that tries his hard out and does his best. But um, we have no excuses today, mate. I'm very pleased with the dog, actually. Um, I honestly believe that the draw could work out a blessing with uh, Jared's real nice one in, in four, that he could um, mm. potentially, if he comes out, uh, you know, reasonable, uh, park up right there. And I know, to be fair, he'll be one of the stronger ones at the line. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, AJ, you know me now. You won with Fresh Up on Thursday at Cambridge. You got balloted out today. It's a bit unlucky at the moment getting balloted out, given we've got a number of uh, small fields and, and, and not many fields in some parts of the country. But um, what's next for You Know Me Now? Oh, mate, she's absolutely fizzing. I must admit, uh, very, very pleased with how she's come back. Um, you know, she, she's the definition of, you know, got the bit between the teeth at the moment. I think if she'd got a draw today, she would have been right there again. Um, to be honest, mate, I'm probably looking down and looking to come down and annoy you and uh, probably come down to Palmy and um, look at the Manawatu Cup or something along those lines. I've got a few other young dogs coming through and a few older established dogs that um, would be worth coming down for a look. And um, hopefully the goal, mate, is to push on to Christchurch. Um, you know, you've got to take on the best to to get anywhere and um, I believe that's where they are so you know New Zealand Cup or heats or something along those lines potentially or a nice bitches race would definitely be um, what we're looking for for her um, she was mainly bought I bought her as a brood um, bitch and potentially that's what will happen uh, early next year yeah terrific AJ no pleased to hear that and uh, Hillbilly Heist uh, I'm assuming you're looking for a couple of nice sort of uh, premier like stakes at Manawatu over the next couple of Fridays Oh, Jake the Snake, mate. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a slippery as eel in a bucket. It's not that far. He's uh, going huge. Absolutely, <laughs> right with him. Um, he's uh, to be fair. Um, Janine's done a fantastic job, you know, with a lot of early work with uh, some of my babies and that. And she's an integral part of my breeding program. You know, as you know, Andy's useless, but Janine works hard. But um, <laughs> that's another story. It's another story, mate. But um, yeah, no, this this dog's always um, he come up. You know, showing a bit of Neddington, um, he sort of took quite a while to uh, get into my program and the way I do things. And um, he's really developed, mate. He's put on a bit of pudding and um, he's getting bigger and stronger. And um, I think he's going to be a really nice dog. I did hear Pip say the other day that he's not the strongest over 457, but his closing section will say something different. So I think he'll get 500 quite easily, mate. Um, very pleased with him, but we'll take it step by step because he's a... Uh, He's a big part of the family too, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, awesome. No, looking forward to seeing him again. AJ, hey, look, thanks for your time today. Good luck with the three you've got on the track and all the best for your, for your travels over the upcoming uh, couple of weeks as well. Anytime, mate. Great to talk to you and uh, thank you very much for all our supporters and that they support uh, Rowdy Racing and uh, hopefully we'll get a win, eh? Indeed. Uh, that's AJ Christensen, the one, the only, and it uh, looks like he's got three, sounds like he's got three, uh, really good chances in there at Monaco today, and they're all paying okay as well. Uh, Mix much as favourite, but still at uh, 3.8. You at Dog Speed here on SENZ with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. I'm going to wrap the show shortly by having a chat to uh, young Dylan Voice. Now, he's on his way to Invercargill as well, probably a bit further on than, uh, than Daniel Roberts. He'll be a bit more organised, Dylan, I think. Um, and uh, he's taking the Hart team down there tomorrow, including a couple of dogs. I, if you haven't heard of them, I want you to note Big Daddy. Postman Pat. More from Dylan 
right after this. In the home straight here on another episode of Dog Speed, we're about to talk some very fast dogs that are heading down to Ascot Park in Vercargill tomorrow from 12.02. That's the first race of 11. And another big uh, Jack Hart team down there. And uh, Dylan Voice is travelling with the team. Dylan, a very good afternoon to you. I, I hope you've got a bit further than Dan Roberts did this morning. Whereabouts can we find you today? No, actually, um, Dan's actually just messaged me. He's uh, an hour ahead, just so we've just gone oh. through Ashburton. So he's got a he's got a bit on us at the moment. So he'll get the build up of the grand final tonight. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> very good. Yes, of course. Ah, uh, the grand final. You're you're a storm man, though, aren't you? Oh yeah, no, we won't we won't go there. But um, yeah, no, it should be a good game regardless. Um, but I think Penrith will probably they. They deserve to win it. They've been the best team for probably the last two years and they should really roll on tonight. Well, make sure you get your uh, hall pass bet uh, from tab.co.nz. I certainly have as a uh, a Warriors fan. I was very entitled to that. Um, Dylan, let's talk dogs. Um, You're you're taking a good team down there, but there's some specific dogs that I've sorted out I'd really like to talk to you about. I I was um, doing the shift on, what was it, Tuesday afternoon and uh, saw you... uh, leading out winners and leading winners back to the kennels. Um, the Hart team picking up sort of four of the last five, it might have been, with some very quick dogs. Um, one of them was Big Daddy. He'd won a maiden on debut in a 17-15, and then he came out, what was it, about six weeks later there on Tuesday, and he's run 17-09. I mean, it's quite breathtaking, really. He's not yet two. Um, jealous about the dog, and how is he travelling? Because so far his two races, of course, have been at home. Um, yeah, oh, he's a he's a pretty um, laid back sort of a dog, and he's actually travelled down in Bacargill. Yeah, uh, I think we took him there just into the seat last season uh, for a trial, and that just when they were sort of breaking to becoming race dogs, just because we knew we'd travel them down in the um, in the new season. And that so we just gave them a good look there, and so he's travelled down there, and he trialled good down there when he travelled, and it'll be interesting how he goes stepping up and ground tomorrow. Look, it certainly will. That's really interesting information, good information for us too, that he has been down there, seen the place. He's uh, race six, number one. And as you say, stepping up in ground to the 457. That's an Areti Beach Run race. And I guess these are ideal races for a, for a dog like him just to see whether he can get it at the stage of his career. Yeah, I, he's, I, I think he will get the 450 differently. It's just going to be one of the niggly in-between dogs where I think the 520 is going to be too long at... Um, Eddington, and but the 450 is probably going to be perfect. Um, his um, brother and the, the litter before, old Master Porphos, Master Aramis, they're kind of the same. Like they just they get the 450 pretty good, but that little bit extra at Eddington just at the moment I wouldn't I wouldn't write them off to get it in the future, but at the moment I think 450 is his distance. But we'll definitely um, try a 520 going forward because you never know until you have a go, I guess. Indeed, and when you're down on the grades, you know, you can probably get away with it a bit too. Um, look, he's had two box fours so far. How do you think he'll go uh, up against the rail? Um, oh, he's a pretty um, honest relate. Um, like, he chases hard, and that, as you seen the other day, he did quite quite get it wrong, and it was a small field, but he still had to power through them. But um, I do think, like, I do prefer that Rosa T line off the rail a bit, like, they like to, they're not the fastest way, they just take a bit to get into stride. But um, I think, I, don't, I can't remember who's in the three. I know young Dan's got an important two. 
then I think our other dogs in four. So box one, you know, you never say no to box one. So I think he should be fine. Just hopefully he picks it. Yeah, indeed. Just a homebush Carson in box three there, not the quickest off the lids. And yeah, Muirfield, look, before we leave the, this race, we, we better talk about Muirfield because he's actually bred along the same line by the same side, Fernando Balin out of Tea Time, who's a half-sister to uh, Rosa T. And, and uh, so far, Muirfield's done a good job too. One last uh, Monday, not running the times of, of Big Daddy. But nonetheless, how do you think you'll go in that race? Yeah, well, you First run over 450 was um, the dog that that he bet. Um, you know he's a nice enough type too, and um, I don't think he's um, over the. I don't think he's in Big Daddy's sort of class, but he's he's an honest chaser, and you know if um, Big Daddy gets it wrong and the dog and two gets it wrong, he um, he'll capitalise off their mistakes. Going to take you to race number ten, Dylan uh, Postman Pat. We we're very excited to see him on the uh, the ninth of September. Uh, somebody put a uh, a very very large bet on him at a small price. He ended up paying a dollar twenty the tote, but he came out and won in a seventeen oh seven by hooked on Scotch out of Birdie T, and he was scratched uh, from the Monday uh, meeting, and we haven't seen him since. So look, how has he been? I assume that was just a, a minor niggle. Oh, it was just a, just one of them unbelievable racing incidents. Um, we went out there the Monday morning, and oh, something must have happened overnight with his blanket or that, and he got it just quite caught up in his between his toes, and he just he couldn't he couldn't put any pressure on his toes most of the morning, and he came right that that uh, that week sort of thing, and he we sort of just gave him a quiet week, and he's been back in work, and he had a trial. We just gave him a little slip Thursday night just to make sure he's at where we want him to be, and we're happy enough with, with the way he trolled. And he's another one. He's um, He came down in that, when we brought Big Daddy and all that down there July, so he's seen the track, and yeah, there's, um, he's, he's got box one. But box one at that 390, sometimes, you know, if you don't get off the lids the best, you, you can be in a bit of trouble, but hopefully he's, um, he can just be too good for them. Quite freakish running 17.07 on debut, Dylan, and it was a, uh, a maiden uh, record there. And when you think of all the dogs that have gone around Addington, that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah, no, that was... Um, it wasn't a shock because he was um, trialling them sort of times before we raced him. And um, the funny thing was, he wasn't the probably best breaking out of all of them breaking in, but there's just one day the, the uh, penny dropped, and yeah, he's really... Um, come on with it nicely like look forward to seeing what the future holds with him oh yeah indeed look big daddy postman pat two dogs with uh, it would seem enormous potential and i know you've got a number of others with you uh, there that uh, could well be winners as well including a dog called pick and goes three from three out of the belfast johnny uh, Floradora litter as well. Dylan, we'll, uh, we'll let you get on your way. Really looking forward to the Southland meeting. There's a, a stack of talent right through the grades there from the Hart team and others as well. So all the best in your travels. Um, thanks for your time, and uh, let's hope those dogs can carry on winning. No worries. Thank you, Rosso. It's uh, Dylan Voice there. He's going to be enjoying the uh, NRL Grand Final tonight between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels, even though his beloved uh, Melbourne Storm have gone they went a whole heap deeper than my beloved New Zealand Warriors nonetheless uh, lots of options tabby.co.nz of course for that league tonight and from the Greyhound perspective Monaco kicking off very shortly with a first of 12 AJ Christensen's three 
are well worth following there today. We've also heard about a number of chances tomorrow uh, at Ascot Park, the Southland Greyhound Racing Club's meeting. Uh, that's a pretty exciting meeting. And we've got the, the meetings coming up at Addington over the next couple of days as well. That has been another edition of Dog Speed back next week with Daniel Roberts. Until then, Dog Speed to you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.